0: Little House of Prayer. I am your host, Dallas Smith. As you know, we are doing a series on prayer. The message today is about preparing an atmosphere of prayer. I've often wondered about this. How do I prepare an atmosphere of prayer? There are a few ways to prepare the atmosphere for prayer. Thanksgiving, praise, and worship also doing a soul check to repent and ask for forgiveness for the sins in your life that day. I'm always doing a soul check, not because I wanna be better than everyone else, or I am deceiving myself thinking I no longer have sin in my life, but because I don't want any sin to come between me and my savior. Sin breaks his heart. It also hurts my heart when I hurt him. Let's look at Matthew 6, 1 through 8. Take heed that you do not do your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father, which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as a heathen do for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. I find it interesting that in verses 1 through 2, he talks about our tithes and offerings. Yes, this does welcome in the presence of the Lord for two reasons. Matthew 6, 21, For where your treasure is, your heart there your heart will be also. And I also think of the widow when she dropped her mite in the basket. Everyone around her was giving also. So with all the noise, how did Jesus hear the sound of her one little coin? Because she was worshiping the giver of the gift. He heard her heart. Which makes me think about the scripture, Matthew 10, 9 through 10. Provide neither gold, nor silver, nor brass in your purses, nor script for your journey. Neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves, for the workman is worthy of his meat. Also, Acts 244 through 45 and all that believed were together, and had all things common. And sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, as every man had need. I know that we are talking about an atmosphere of worship, a tithing and offering, or a form of worship. Jesus and the Father neither slumber nor sleep. They are constantly working and providing for us 24-7. Don't you think that he is a workman who is worthy of his hire? Well, he has Christian churches and Christians and ministries that are on call 24-7. That is how you give to the Lord his hire or wage. You give your tithes and offerings to his workers. What is his hire? He works 24-7 and only asks for 10% of everything you have. When someone is hungry and you give them some of your food, that is a tithe or offering. You know, I am part of a church group I love who will not ask for your tithe and offerings. They depend totally on the Lord. Most of the ministers I am friends with depend totally on the Lord for everything. Their food, their electricity, clothing, water, etc. This is why the Lord said in Malachi 3, 8-18, Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed me? But you say, Wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast a fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord, yet ye say, what have we spoken so much against thee? Ye have said it is vain to serve God, And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance, and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? And now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. Then they that fear the Lord spake often one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him, for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Then shall you return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. I know that we skim through this very quickly. We have heard it so very much. But let's let the words really sink in. Because everything, including this ministry, is His. I just get to be a part of a really great plan. He has provided for me going and coming. Maybe not as quickly as I would have liked, but He is never late or early. If you notice, another part of our soul check is to check the motives behind our actions. Pride is the sneakiest of all to come in. Are you trying to draw people's attention to Jesus or yourself? Check your motives. Remember the book of James says in James 4, 8, Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and pur- purify your hearts, you double-minded so we have to check our motives am i drawing people to the lord or myself i need to be drawing people to the lord so if i am constantly trying to be heard or seen i am profitable for nothing i can't redeem mankind only jesus can salvation can't be bought the lord can't be bought he is not for sale he is not deaf either. He can hear you even if it's a whisper. He also understands exactly what we are saying. You don't have to beg. If you are his child, he wants only the best for you. He wants you to prosper even as your soul prospers. Which brings me back to creating an atmosphere for prayer in our thanksgiving, praise, and worship. Psalm 100 verse 4 Enter in his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. So here in this verse of Psalms, David tells us that in order to create an atmosphere of prayer, we are to enter the gates of his tabernacle. This is just symbolic. Remember, the original text was in word pictures. We must enter his gates with thanksgiving thanking him for what he has done for us, giving him the glory due his precious name. In the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, Thanksgiving is pronounced in Hebrew, Todah or toda. properly an extension of hand, avowal or adoration, specifically a choir of worshipers, confession, praise, sacrifice of praise, thanks, thanksgiving, thank offering. Notice the definition starts out with properly meaning an extension of hand, which means lifted hands. When we thank him for what he has done for us, we can also demonstrate this with the lifting of our hands to him, or even the clapping of our hands to him. Remember, demonstrations are very powerful to God. Then David says we are to enter the courts of the tabernacle with praise. That praise also creates an atmosphere of prayer. Again, according to the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, praise in Hebrew is pronounced ta'iah or ta'hiyah, meaning laudation, specifically a hymn, praise. We praise him for what he has done and worship him for who he is. Just like thanksgiving, we praise him for what he has done. Here is an example. The song of Moses in Exodus chapter 15. Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise Him. My Father's God, and I will exalt Him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is His name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has cast into the sea. His chosen captains also were drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O oh Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O oh Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And in the greatness of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. You set forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. And with a blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The blood stood upright like a heap. Depths congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoils. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. You and your mercy have led forth a people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The people will hear and be afraid. Sorrow will take hold of the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom will be dismayed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling like, will take hold of them. All the inhabitants of Canaan will melt away. Fear and dread will fall on them by the greatness of your arm. They will be as still as a stone till your people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over whom you have purchased. You will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which you have made for your own dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horses of the Pharaoh went with his chariot, And his horsemen into the sea. And the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. The song of Miriam. Then Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took the timbrel in her hand. And all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider, he is thrown into the sea. This is just one of many examples of songs of praise. Remember, we worship him for who he is. Who he is to you. Who is he to you? Don't tell me. Tell him. Why? Because there are two spiritual sides to this action. You edify yourself, reminding you. By reminding yourself who he is. Then you are letting all of heaven and hell know what you know about your Lord and Savior and King. In the book of Psalms, David did this often. Psalms 29.2 Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. In the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, worship here in Hebrew is pronounced Saiha. Or saha, to depress, prostrate, bow, bow down, bow self down, bow self, crouch, fall down, fall flat, humbly, beseech, make obeisance, do reverence, make to stoop, worship. He says we are to worship in the beauty of holiness. There is only one who is holy. That is the Lord. So we are to worship him in his beauty. And in Psalm 42, verse 5, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. This is just one of many examples of David's worship. David knew who the Lord was to him. We each have to have our own very Unique relationship with the Lord. Because of this, I will ask you this question again Who is he to you? Don't tell me, tell him. If you do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and would like to get to know this Jesus who's been loving you, that you are tired of living a defeated life of sin, come truly broken before him. Repent of your life of sin. Ask Jesus to forgive you and to be Lord over your life. Forgive the others who have sinned against you so that he can hear your prayers. For those who say they cannot, would you go to the cross to redeem those who sinned against you? Jesus did. He even did it before he knew you. Forgiveness determines your salvation. Find a Bible translation that you will read. I prefer the King James Version. Read it. The New Testament tells you who Jesus is. The Old Testament tells you what he expects of you. Also, find a church that preaches the uncompromising truth of God's Word. Sit under that pastor for at least a year so that you can learn and grow. Now let me pray with you, but remember... This is just an outline. It needs to be personal. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer in Jesus' name, amen. Please let me know of your decision so that I can pray for and with you. And any prayer requests you have, you can let me know by emailing me at my one little AFMP at AOL.com. I wanna thank you so very much for joining me at my little house of prayer. I enjoyed this lesson with you so very much. I hope you did also. Please join me again next week, and may you have a very blessed week. Remember, I love you, but Jesus loves you more.